Hello, everybody. Welcome to PS We Have No Plan. It's Emily calling in from London. Made it back here last night. Woo! And I'm Peyton calling in from LA. I'm not as fun and interesting. I'm still home, but I'm here. Please. LA is always interesting. You're right. You're right. You know what? Actually, you're kind of right. There's never a downbeat in LA. Never, especially in West Hollywood. It's like people are just out and moving and grooving all the time. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> just that you live in West Hollywood. I mean, that's just as I love it. Every everything about that. It is. It's super fun. I can't wait for you to visit. You need to oh, come visit soon. That's what I keep saying. Um, I I'm going to keep saying for each of us to visit each other until one day it's actually going to happen. <laughs> we will make it happen. We yes. We're getting closer. We are getting closer to it. I know it. If And like, just like a side note, my brother, his company is two years lovesick uh, this year. So I think he might do another party in okay. July. So if he does, obviously I'll be out there for that, but you have to come. Oh, amazing. Done. Yeah. Let's plan on that. Colin. <laughs> Thank now you. <laughs> now you have to have your party for multiple reasons. Oh my God. Please, oh, well, please. we are so happy everyone's tuning in. Today is going to be a fun episode. We're going to be talking about our concept of a perfect life, why that sort of has caused pressures in our lives and how we combat that, what we feel about that, um, mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just routine and how you see how people are like always pushing routine, routine, routine at different times of the day or for things that you want to get done. And it seems like such an aspiration. And I think it works really well for some people like it does for you. But for me, it's very overwhelming. And it makes me feel like I'm failing. You know what? I think it's going to be such a good conversation to hear the different sides because to your point, like everyone has something different to add and sometimes it serves people, sometimes it doesn't. And that's the problem with mainstream media is like there's only usually one thing that people idolize and you either resonate or you don't. I don't think there's a reason to hate on it, but it's sort of like, let's talk about it and let's think, you know, what serves us versus what doesn't. Absolutely. No, I think that's, it's great. And obviously like anything, what works for you works for you. And that's, that's what matters. It doesn't matter if it works for somebody else and you have to do it because of that reason. No, if it's not going to work for you, then obviously don't, don't put it out there for yourself. But for me, I know over the last few years, like everybody, my social media is full of, oh my gosh, I'm sure you can watch me try and untangle my necklaces right now. In the anxiety. I, was say, I love those necklaces. Is it multiple or is it one? Oh no, this is three and it is oh. Tangle City. <laughs> Oh my god. Also, your background's so cute. Look at that mirror. Thank you. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. Courtesy of the hotel life. Ooh. And I'll get more into that later. But anyway, sorry, sorry. Back on back on subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We all have like our feeds on social media and what we see, Mm -hmm. and it's curated towards that for us, for the algorithm and all of that stuff. And for the longest time, I was always following just different influencers and people that I kind of aspired to be like. And all of them were doing the daily routines of getting up at six, getting a stretch in, yoga, journal, matcha, exercise, and then starting their day you know, and all of those things. And give or take, obviously, those are just kind of like a generalization. 
And I thought to myself, okay, if I can just get myself on something like that, I will be set. Like I'll be set for success and that'll help me get to where I want to go or figure out who I want to be and what I'm supposed to do in this life. And let me tell you, I could not, I, I, I could not. And it was, it was so defeating. It was so defeating. And I had a really hard time with that. I really did because then it, you know, just like anything, right? Like when you don't feel like you're able to um, just master a skill, you're like, okay, well, what's wrong with me? I guess I'm not supposed to do that in my life. And does that make sense? I mean, totally, totally makes sense. And when we are using social media, we follow certain accounts for inspiration because they're pretty, because they give us goals or whatever else we do. And then it becomes our world versus, oh, this is just one or two people and it works for Mm -hmm. one or two people. It's like, oh my God, this is everyone because that's who we follow and that's the information we intake. And I agree. I think like, even though I am someone who falls into routine and really enjoys routine and like structure at the same time, when I don't want that, or I'm not feeling that way, following those types of accounts makes me feel like shit. I'm like, (laughs) what am I doing wrong? It makes me like question myself. I feel ugly for the day. I feel like it's just, it just happens. Like it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with the person. I'm just like, ew, I hate it. I'm like, I get judgy and annoyed. Oh, all the time. Or like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I like matcha? Why don't, and let me tell you, I don't like matcha. Like, that's just something, it it, it comes back to, I think, our original idea of the perfect life. What does that mean? Yes. And what it means is it's different for everybody. Right. Yes. Like, yes. like it's it's great if something like this helps you to achieve that feeling of living a great life. But if it doesn't, that's okay too. That's why there's so many different ways of living. You can try them all and find what works best for you. And I think we're kind of in the process of that trying them all phase. No, I completely agree. I think the challenge is also like not putting so much stock in other people's perfect life because I think yes. I'm even following now, like now my new vibe is sort of like real, real girl aesthetic. Like the, the I've shown you Matilda Durf is like my icon right now. I love her. She's this Copenhagen, like this Danish designer blew up on TikTok. She's amazing. But now that's my vibe. And I've been following a whole bunch of girlies that do that. And now Uh I'm like, I'm not simple and unedited enough. Now I need to be, it's just like, no matter what you idolize a perfect life, right? A quote unquote, perfect life, whatever you're trying to achieve in that moment. And so for me, it's, it's a challenge because it shifts and then I'll inundate myself with a new version of a perfect life. And then I'll feel like I'm not there yet either. So, so all that to say, I think it is also important to just notice, like, don't fall victim to kind of, I need to achieve something that someone else has had, that someone else has, you know? whatever, whatever you're feeling in the moment, don't, or whatever you're vibing with or like aspiring to be in the moment, don't let that overtake you, you know, yeah, in the, in the big picture of it all of like who yeah. you are. And it's great to find inspiration and like chase after a vibe that maybe you yeah. see somebody over on the left-hand side, but also keep in your mind that that's not you. 
and you don't have to be that. Like you, you can take whatever you want from that. And right. as I'm saying this right now, I am telling myself that because Me I too. can be <laughs> right. I feel like we can do this. Like we can chameleonize ourselves. Like once, if we get into something, we get into it hard and deep and we jump in and we want everything in our, about our lives and ourselves and everything to be just like that. And I mean, I, I can give so many examples throughout my life and, and they're all over the place, but like my black hair phase, my like, you name it, like you, you just jump in and then you oh, yeah. feel like you have to do everything to a T like this person. But it's, I mean, you're just setting yourself up to fail. For sure. And, and there's, there's just a limit to it. Like just make sure you're acknowledging it. Cause I remember for me, what would happen throughout my life is I would really resonate with characters in TV and movie shows, TV shows and movies. So I would go to the movie theater. I'd watch, I remember vividly my best friend at the time and still is today, Marie, um, one of my best friends, Marie, <laughs> sometimes quick side note, sometimes I'll say like my best friend and a friend will text me and be like, I thought I was your best friend. Oh. You have so many best friends. I'm like, okay, relax. Yeah. Um, here's another tip. Don't get so caught up in titles. Yeah. It's semantics <laughs> people. I love you all. But Marie, who was one of my best friends in high school, we went to go see um, the art of getting by, which is with Emma Roberts. It's this like kind of indie Sundance film, I think maybe a 24. And I remember walking out of the theater and being like, I am this misunderstood teen who just like, yes. but you know, it's just, and everything felt like I was in the movie. I was her. I remember the same thing happened with the last song. I was like, I am Ronnie. Oh. I am indie. And I Dang. fuck the world and <laughs> piano and like, all. it's just like, that's great. You resonate with these people. You aspire to be these types of people. That's awesome. That's what movies and TV shows do. But at the same time, you're still you. Right. So it's like, I know, I know it's so hard though too. Right. I think it's yeah. so hard for people. I'm sure a lot of people like feel the same way. So obviously we do, but it's like, yeah. it's hard for people that maybe are more artistic or bounce around that because you can see bits of all those different people in who you are already and so you're like oh then that must be me and also like totally I I am an ever-evolving person I never really know who I am as of right now like we're still trying to figure that out like I think that's something that we've talked about on our podcast a lot like we don't know who we are yet fully and what we want to be when we grow up and so when you have that mentality I think you fall victim a lot to wanting to be molded into like this already perfect character in a movie that set you see exactly who they are from aesthetic to how they talk to their yep. to what to what they think what they like and it's so nice because that person is who they are and then you don't have to think about it anymore exactly it's simple right and a lot of yeah. them especially in movies and media they're the stereotype. They're the extreme version of whatever character, because that's right. That's the point of like a movie is you have to have an, a, a character yes. that really embodies one thing. Same with social media. You, you create a brand around one certain thing. So they're almost the extreme version of that. So then they're, you're like, they must get themselves. They just <laughs> truly simplify life and they just lean into who they are. And it's like, I well, can't tell you like that. Right. But they're just one they're just a single facet of a person. So all this to say, like, I think idolizing a perfect life 
is what happens to me. And I'm curious to what happens to you. I think I can get really anxious. I think I can get really heady. I can get kind of in my own mind when I'm in social settings, I'll be more attuned to what everyone else is doing. I'll pick up on other people's energies more than, than my own. Like I won't know how to show up in a space. Like truly Mm -hmm. all of this happens when I'm in a state of idolizing a perfect life or what I'm trying to achieve this goal of whatever I'm going after in the moment, right? Like I feel more susceptible to people and it brings me down. Oh, oh, a hundred percent. And I couldn't, I couldn't relate to that anymore. And yes, yes. And it just, it makes me sad. It makes me sad because one, there's no such thing. Like there's no such thing as a perfect life, especially in social media. I know this is such an overused saying, but like all of us, we just show the highlights we don't show the real life on the internet. And I feel like we are trying to show a little bit more of like the ins and outs on our PS. We have no plan Instagram. And this podcast is about the everyday life. It's not right. It's not all glamorous, but we're trying to show up every day and celebrate all those little moments because that's what life is. It is all of those little normal mundane days And if you can learn to appreciate that and glamorize that, then I think that is when you can achieve the perfect life. Yes. Yes. Does that kind of make jive? I agree with what you're saying completely. It's that's, that's sort of what we're trying to do is help people recognize the beauty in their own everyday life and not need to go search for something else. I, I also said the blog post I just posted today was sort of on the same sentiment where it's like, um, it's very LA of me. I'm like the high vibrational activities that I engage in. But the reason why I shared it is because there's, there's, I've noticed that certain activities bring me down and make me feel low energy. And like I said, make me more susceptible to feeling comparative or feeling like I enter into a space and I care about everyone else and I don't care about myself. And then there are activities that really keep me positive and uplift me and, it's almost like I feel like I'm protecting my energy more when I leave my house or when I go into social situations, I'm more myself. I'm more confident. I'm more all of the good things when I engage in higher vibrational activities. And so it's like very, again, very LA, very earthy, hippie vibe, but it's interesting. It's interesting. There are things that make me feel really good. Like I listed, um, like listening to happy music, something simple like that can really bring up my mood versus like something low vibrational is like mindlessly scrolling through Instagram and that can be, bring me down. So it's like just taking note. It's not to say you never do these low vibrational things. It's just like, take note of what drains you and what brings you up. Exactly. Exactly. Be aware of how you're feeling in different situations that you're putting yourself into and it's so funny how what you just said is like, I'm doing this to escape. I mean, I feel like what I'm doing right now with my life is almost mm. a path of escape. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I left my family, my like, and I, this has definitely been something that's been going around my mind before I left and now every day since I have been gone. And it's, it's definitely, I think one of the the key lessons that I will take away from this time is, you know, I, 
I'm, I've left everything behind that I love, every, everybody that I love, and I real to search for something that who knows what it is. Like I, I said the other day, it's a quest for something. I don't know what it is, but you know, I think in my mind, I romanticize England. I romanticize the Royals. I mean, so many people do and just travel and being in different places and different dialects and languages and the same thing. I meant like accents. I know what you mean. I know. know. Yeah. Yes, of course. I mean, everyone does right. To some extent, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And so to have this opportunity to be able to do this and go out and like see the world and just experience it has been one eye-opening and wonderful and I'm so grateful for it, but it has the, probably the main thing that it has taught me thus far and I will walk away with learning is that I have a very beautiful life at home, you know, and sometimes because we are just so freaking stubborn and blind, it takes taking yourself out of a situation to recognize what you already have. And I, uh, yeah. Right. And it's, 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 it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I mean, I mean, when I'm at home, we talk about, Oh, one day I hope we can buy a house. It's so expensive in Nashville. We don't love currently where our careers are at. Like what are our dreams, our goals? We are so behind, like comparing this to that, to that. And then now I'm like, I have, a wonderful husband who is just everything. I have a perfect little bad boy puppy. My family is healthy. I love my parents, my siblings. I'm so bluff with my families in law, my my aunt, uncle, cousins. We have jobs. We have bosses that allow us to do things like what I am doing. I am living a very, very, very blessed, fruitful life. And so now to me, my picture of the perfect life is changing. Oh, I'm going to like cry. So <laughs> oh, don't cry. That's so sweet. Well, that's exactly, but it's interesting because that's what I was sort of trying to get at with all these, you know, various activities that you can engage in, but what you're yeah. explaining, which is remove yourself from the bullshit of it all, which you did. And you came and you spent time alone and you're spending time alone and you're taking stock of your life. And I I do think, yes, you're right. It's a form of escape maybe, but maybe it's also a form of like self-care where you're able to go and connect with yourself. Cause I don't know if you would come to those realizations if you were still in your grind and still in your routine and still in your, right. All these. Absolutely. And you. Yeah. And you were explaining too, you were kind of doing low vibe active or low vibrational activities. Like you were getting into mindless habits or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. drinking, or I don't know what your low vibrational activities are. Mine are drinking wine. That's I sit and oh, I'll pour a glass yeah. of wine every night. And it's like, well, sometimes you don't need wine. So those types of things become habits and then you're, it's harder for you to check in with yourself. So in some ways, I think what you did is a really cool way of checking in with yourself, which is what I was sort of saying, you know, is important to do. I think, yes, absolutely. And and in anything that we do in our life, I think we can have a beginning idea of what it's for and what it's meant to be. 
but while we're in the process or when we get out of it, 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 it is something completely different. And I think this is becoming that for me. It mm-hmm. was a time to kind of get away, escape, explore, which mm-hmm. I'm doing. And I get to see the world, which I'm so grateful for. I feel like I am a child of the world. I I thrive kind of seeing things for the first time and in being in situations where I don't know what's happening. But the outcome of this is now going to be not me wanting to, you know, have have a job that I'm going to different parts of the world every month. I think the outcome is going to be that I am really lucky for the life that I have and that I have a home, a home that's like full of love and that I have opportunity and that I live where I live and that I am able to do things to chase what I want my perfect life to look like. Yes. Right? I love this. I love this. I, I mean, and listen, gratitude comes in really weird ways. Like I oh. think you can, you can kind of expect to be like, I, you knew all this before going on your trip, we but you're everything almost it. exactly. Yeah, but we you're always now feeling know. it. Right. Right. And I think that's the difference. And that's same, same with me with the, the different activities. I was going through the motions of life. And even though I had the routines, the structures, I was following the procedures that I saw on social media, which you laid out, like waking up early, journaling, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't feeling the 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 things. And so I'm yeah. like, okay, that must mean that I need to reconnect and actually assess what are the things that serve me? What are the things that deplete me and do more of the things that serve me? And that's, it's as simple as that. I just don't think people maybe take the time to do that. And and I'm so happy we're able to um, during this time. Absolutely. And I think we're very fortunate that we're able to recognize maybe those times, but also that we are able to give ourselves time to kind of change that because not everybody, you know, let's face it, has the lifestyle where they are able to kind of take a step back for a while or have time to even for themselves. I mean, you could be you could have a, a couple of kids and working as hard as you can just to get by. And so to find that time to kind of just like take a step back and realize and what figure out what you need, that's probably very f- few and far between of opportunities. And op- those opportunities are very few and far between. And so I don't take that lightly either. And I think that you and I are have always been very quick to emphasize that, that where we are fortunate for sure for sure and but i also i don't know i maybe would argue that everyone has the capacity to notice when they're feeling happy and good mm-hmm. and try their best to protect that energy like i think i i think it's it's i don't know it's sometimes it's interesting i can only speak about myself my own experiences but when i'm feeling really sad and down i don't even realize some of the day-to-day habits that I've just gone through the motions of doing actually bring me down even more like listening to moody music. I love moody music. There's just a time and place to do it. And sometimes that just brings me further down my rabbit hole or watching crime documentaries. Honestly, sometimes that makes me feel really dark and instead (laughs) I'll turn on the office and need to laugh. So it's like little shifts like that, that I think everyone has the capacity to 
to do, you're right. We have more time, more space, more kind of accessible things to go and try, but, but truly like simple things like that can actually help you remain, protect your energy, right? Protect your happiness. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, today is a perfect example. I was feeling really homesick. I just got in last night again from like kind of my third section of whatever, you know, the whole thing. And so I was feeling homesick and I slept in and I was in bed for a while and I was just, oh, I don't even want to do anything today. Just like kind of want to sulk and sit here and like be a little sad. But I... After a while of doing that, I was like, no, come on, you got to get yourself fucking up. Like you're, and I said this to you in a text, nobody's crying for the girl gallivanting around love, right? Like, <laughs> I died at that. That's so I funny. Know, because it's so true. And so I yeah. said to my dad too, and he goes, yeah, I mean, come on, let's go. <laughs> it's, it's so true. Like I'm in this opportunity. So I got myself up and I literally just showered, found a Starbucks, got a coffee and I walked and I just walked through the park for like three hours and it changed everything. It changed everything, you know? And then I ended up going to the gym and I ate a healthy dinner and we're doing our podcast. And it's, it was the last thing that I wanted to do was just get out of bed. Mm -hmm. But it was the first thing I knew that would help me. And sometimes I remember saying this with my therapist many years ago, it's like, the last thing that you want to do will be the first thing that will help you. And it's so true because those are the things that you know, well, it's almost, it's almost like you self-manipulate. Like you're like, I know what I need, but I'm not going to do that. Right. And sometimes you have to lean into that. Sometimes your mental health requires you to, right. Give yourself a little TLC. And we always say stuff like that, but I think you're, I think you're right. And that's sort of, that's an important note is just whether it's a mental note, you're journaling, you say it out loud to a friend, just taking note of the things that really make you feel good. Like you just listed a whole bunch of things that, you know, make you feel good. Getting a coffee, going to Starbucks, walking around, being in nature, you know, those types of things. It's know yourself enough to know what's going to bring you back to like a healthy mindset. So I think that's, that's more what we're kind of, that's more of what, what I think is an important part of, um, seeing the perfect life and like gathering your insights. Like, I think it's cool to almost use it as a mood board. (laughs) Like if you see these social, right. All these social medias and movies and TV shows and other people's lives as a mood board and you pull from it, what you want when you need it versus trying to replicate one thing or be one thing because you're going to ebb and flow throughout your life. So use it as your mood board, take note, of what's cool, what's not cool and incorporate them, right? Bits and pieces of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to. And it's, you know, I think another key thing that has always worked for me is trying to find the humor in almost anything that's happening. Like, I I, I mean, if, if I can laugh at something that is pretty much the best that it can get. You know what I mean? Like my husband and I, that's my favorite thing. We're, we're, we're idiots. And so like, it could be like nothing going on or just a very normal day. But if you can laugh and just like make your day, how like make your life your own romantic comedy. Like you're in charge of that. Like you're in charge of how you feel and how maybe you want to yes. see something. So yes. if you want to approach something in a, in a, a different way that somebody might say is silly, but it brings you joy and like this euphoric feel by all means do that. 
by all means, because I do feel like that's kind of been always like my secret little weapon. Totally. No, I completely agree. I think I said the same thing when my little sister and I went on the Super Bowl Sunday, we went out and got drinks and did wine tasting and we came yeah. back and we were jumping on my bed and listening to music and felt, I, I truly felt like I was in a rom-com. I'm like, yes. I saw you post that. It's just like, wow, this is the feeling of a rom-com without being in a rom-com. And I don't have all the things of the rom-com, but it's like, you feel that still and yes. to replicate more moments where you feel those things. I think will help you carve out, you know, your quote unquote perfect life. And so it's, it's just really taking stock, right. Of what interests you, excites you. Like you're what I like what you said, like your secret weapon. Is that what you said? Like, this is my, yeah, I think so. I think so. Like Like your little, how you, how you feel like, no, 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 please. How you feel like you have approached life thus far. And it's gotten you through, like I've had, and it's actually, come as criticism from many people saying that I think like everything is a fairy tale and I live in this mm. like this you know floaty world and I do I do but I'm aware of that and I choose that it doesn't mean that I'm unaware of the of reality like I I, I know reality it's right there it's right there and I'm living in reality but I'm living in my own form of reality because it makes me happy and it makes me feel good and I'm, I'm good with that. And I think it's okay to like form your own kind of reality. That doesn't mean like, right. That doesn't mean like that you're, I don't even know what to say to that, but it doesn't mean that you're totally out of touch with like the world. Obviously you're not, but that doesn't mean that you, but it also means that you can, you can choose to see joy in this flower and it is magic. Right. You know what? I mean, yes. And this is sort of a tangent, but I love that point. I wrote this short story. The short story like came to me when I was walking yesterday and it was funny because it was about that sentiment. I just started it. It was just like a couple pages, but it's called the luckiest penny. And it's about this woman named Penny. And she sees the world in that same way you were explaining that you feel where it's like everything sort of she collects weird things off the ground. She has like a whole weird board of all these things that she's collected, like odd pennies and whatnot. And then she has the most eclectic friends. Her best friend is named like Ben and he runs the old diner. And she has a best friend that's like a little grandma next door named um, something, Maeve maybe. And anyway, she, she has this eclectic life. She wears really funky clothes that's always mismatched. And she falls in love with this very traditional man who whatever has a very simple life and um anyways like I'll, I'll I can this share it with you at some point but it, but it's that same sentiment and the whole point of the short story I think was to remind me like why it came to me is because like life can oscillate between the two you can be yeah. realistic and simple and structured at times and you can be fluid and free at times and it can go back and forth and the two can fall in love, right? You can fall in Absolutely. love with both pieces. Yeah. And you can be both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and be within yourself. Are. Absolutely. Yes. And we all are. And I would even, you know, beg to say every person is both of those. It just maybe we allow different levels yes. of each to show up or what we're comfortable with or just who we are as people. Like, I mean, not everybody's going to be like in the clouds every day, like I am. And that's right. okay. Like the world wouldn't work if that, if right. that were so, but 
it's it's just another way to show that your perfect life can be whatever you want it to be. And that doesn't mean that everything is perfect. No, it doesn't. It just means keeping a pulse of what's yeah. going up going on up here, right? And yeah. being like, okay, I'm happy in these moments, I'm sad in these moments. This is what's serving me, this is what's not. Mm-hmm. And being disciplined enough to actually stop when you are if and again, this is all we acknowledge sometimes that's not possible, right? Like mental health, obviously there's some people that simply cannot tell their brain to stop, right? right like I, right. obviously, and I I can get into those states as well. But overall, if you're able to be disciplined when you are feeling down to stop doing the activities that are continuing to bring you down and engage in activities that bring you up, that is going to help keep you in a positive mindset, right? And keep Mm -hmm. you moving forward in whatever version of your life you're trying to live. So it's all very like, sorry, go ahead. No, I don't even know what I was going to say. I just feel like it's a, it's a little ethereal and I, and I get that. And I think it's because I'm still, cu- and I don't know how you feel. I think I'm still coming to t- trying to get my thoughts gathered around this concept. Cause it is tough and, and it isn't, I haven't mastered it yet. Obviously I don't think anyone ever will. So I'm still, it feels very, do you know what I mean? Like out here, yes. like very theoretical. Well, and I think that's so hard for us because we yeah. we live in that space. We live in the yes. this space and those are the spaces that you can't grab. And you yeah. can't like you can't grab it and put it down. And I yes. I I couldn't agree with you more. I think that I'm always gonna be the person that struggles with that. Because as much as I like to say that I don't, like I, I constantly compare myself to others and like what mm-hmm. I see and I'm trying to be better about that and I at least I'm aware but it's still really hard and I take it really hard and it affects me. Well, okay. Can I pause and ask you about this? Because maybe this is a good tangible example. So you find you compare a lot. When do you, do you find, are there times when you don't, are there times when you feel like you're, you can see another person and not compare yourself to them? I don't know. I don't know. I think I do it subconsciously and consciously. And it's, it's funny though, because it's always very surface level. Mm. I'm always comparing looks or the way that somebody holds themselves or the way that they're able to speak eloquently because Mm. I stumble over my words. I think when I see something in somebody that is how I want to be, I over overly um, compare. Okay. So let's say you're wearing your best outfit ever. You're at, you're at your favorite local bar. You look great. You just, you ran, you felt like good. You have your little exercise moment. You're everything's just flowing naturally out of your mouth. Do you think then you would compare or is that too hypothetical? Like that never happened? No, I think I would feel good. I would feel good. And I think in those moments, I, I, I aspire to be more in those moments. And I think, um, he were being in, in those moments, because when I'm in a moment, I'm very, I'm not comparing, mm-hmm. but I think I, yeah, when I'm too aware of surroundings, maybe, or what's going on, that's when I start For noticing sure. every little thing and blah, 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 blah. For sure. And I can resonate with that so hard. I remember at like parties in college being like, if I saw one person in the corner, not vibing and having a great time, I would, I would 
immediately go over to them and be like, what can I get you? What? Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da, da. And it's like, maybe they just need to be alone and you don't need to be concerned about their energy and take it in and have a shit time yourself. And I felt that way at my wedding. I was like, so concerned with everyone oh, yeah. else's emotions. It's like, oh, well, yeah. they're all their emotions, Peyton, not you. So, but, no, but that's, so that sentiment is like, that's, that's, I have felt that before. And so what I have focused on in the past couple months is healing, like calming myself down. Cause I think when I'm in go, go, go mode and doing 30 things at once, I do feel like I'm more susceptible to feeling yeah. people's emotions. That's, that's my negative thing. Like that's, I I can get too spirally and chaotic. And then I show up in situations and I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? Like, I need to have eight things on my mind. It's like, no, 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 no. You show up in a space and you're worried about you and yourself. And that's all you can do. That's all you can control. And so that's what I've been trying to work on. Right. So it's interesting. We have different. Well, no, but that's a really hard one too, because I think all you can control is what you're able to do and put out. And so many times I, in, in those situations, especially in a work situation, I'm, I'm worried about, well, am I doing enough? What are they thinking about how I'm working? Like, are they, are they happy with what I'm producing? And and those are things that I can't control. All I can do is control like what I'm actually doing and being comfortable with my efforts. Right. So anyways, I think the more we practice that and reminding ourselves of that, when we do feel like, what are they thinking about me? Am I cute enough? Am I doing this enough? Am I smart enough? It's like, well, all you can do is do what you know and do and be yourself. Right. And, and if we're, if somebody were thinking something negatively, well, fuck them. Right. Yeah, like what an that's asshole. Like, exactly. Yeah. And I always have that in my brain. I'm like, so why can't I act in that way? Like in my mind, but I, I think it's just like an ever evolving thing that we're going to have to keep working on. Like it's never going to be, we're never going to be there. It's never going to be the, the perfect life. And, and, and if it is, I think that's kind of like the end of living then. Right. Cause isn't the art Agreed. of living, it changes always forever. And you're always, ha- you always need to be on a quest. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and then the last thing that I'll kind of say around this is I feel like I get frustrated with people when they hate on someone portraying a certain life online or even in person. It's like, if they want to show up as whatever they want to show up as, you don't have to do that. Like, don't feel the need to judge because you don't need to do that. Like if someone wants to post their daily routine on Instagram and share their favorite green juice, let them live their life. Cool. Good for you. Why are you offended by that? Like versus, or if someone wants to show up, I'm, I'm, often all dolled up and people at work will be like, why are you wearing that? Why are you so overdressed? It's like, this is what I wanted to dress as. So it's like, how is this affecting you? Yeah. Right. It's like, I'm sorry. Do you feel a lack of your outfit? Like you probably are right. Feeling shitty about yourself that you feel the need to judge. So anyways, I think that's the other piece of this perfect life that pisses me off is people hate on others instead of Mm -hmm. taking stock of their own life and being like, okay, what do I need? What am I lacking? Mm -hmm. What, what do I need to gain? It's like, stop putting it on others. I think 99, yes, 99 out of a hundred times. That's what it is. They're either, they're, they're not willing to put themselves out there the same way. And so it's easier to shit on somebody or to judge or to be that critic in the corner. And it's like, I mean, fuck you. Agreed. So that's the other I piece agree of it with you too. More. Yeah. That's very good. Very, very good. 
And just take it, like we said, I think the, I think the biggest takeaway from us talking through this for me uh, is the mood board thing. Like take it as a mood board. It should just be inspo. It should not be a a perfect plan for you to follow. It shouldn't be the exact recipe that you need to do. It should just be inspo, right? I love it. Yes. And sometimes you take things out and you put some things in and you thought you want to take this out. No, I'll put it back in. Like it can change. That's yeah. It's supposed to, it is supposed to. Yes. And like you and I do with our office, since I I thought of our office Pinterest board, there are aspects of pictures we love, right? We're like, oh, we love the green door or we love the checkered floor. We don't love everything in the picture. We love bits and pieces of it. And it should be the same with With people's social media, right? Or your friends or even in person. Or just who you are, like as a person in your life, like you should be able to take little pieces of whatever experience you have lived or seen or whatever and be who you want to be. Love. I love it. Well, this, this is, is a useful a episode. One. Yeah. I love this. We worked through a lot today. <laughs> we really I hope did. some of it made sense. That's <laughs> my only fear. So we just spoke a lot of words. I think it did. I think it, it was sense. a lot of, I feel like we were very rapid fire back and forth today. Like we were feeling it. We were really feeling it. Our feelings were coming out and I don't know if it's because we've both had a lot of coffee or I like I lifted weights that. for the first time in a long time. Okay. Come through weightlifter. Love I mean, that. Like, but this was perfect. And I think it's like <laughs> everybody can resonate at no, no matter where they're at in their life. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. You guys I let us know. So. Yeah. Let us know. Okay. <laughs> We're just here for you. We're here for us. Oh We're here for you. Yeah, but exactly. As always, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Um, we have fun doing this and it's it's just as much good for us as it, we hope it is for you guys. So if you ever, ever have any questions or ideas for us to um, talk about on our episodes, let us know. You can follow us on all social platforms. P.S. We have no plan. And we will see you next week, right? See you next week on Thursday, peeps. Bye. Bye.